And we're live. Okay, good. We got that going. Recording? We are. I love the hat. <laughs> it's the most wonderful time for a beer. Hey, cheers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who's that? Uh, something in Jack? Uh, caramel vodka and apple juice. Tastes like a caramel apple. The words on the glass. The words on the glass. From my friend's wedding that I didn't go to, but she Ashley gave me Ashley and Josh. I thought it said something in Jack. Oh, no. That would be funny. <laughs> Ashley and Jack. Apple Jacks. <laughs> Apples and Jacks. Yes. It's a wonderful drink. All right. Let's push a button. All right, here we go. The T-bone. <laughs> and chick fruit. Let's God bless all these years. Just get it right one time. What do you want from me? 40 years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. <laughs> okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer. The T-Bone. And Chick Group. Show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G. For Glorious. It is uh, the most wonderful time of the year. The Christmas tree is up. However, there is a little technical difficulty with my Christmas tree. Have you... Raised your pagan statue uh, yet there, Chick Brew? Uh, we don't actually normally do a Christmas tree. I don't know if you... Uh, we do, like, we like make a Christmas tree out of books because uh, we got to put it up high. <laughs> Our dogs are good, but I think they'd pee on it. <laughs> you are such a nerd. We are nerds. <laughs> I uh, The Christmas tree that I have uh, risen for this year is the uh, Chino Special. That I bought there in Rhoda. Excuse me. The uh, the benefit of the tree that I purchased is it has all the lights already installed. All fiber optic little lights throughout the tree. It's a beautiful tree. You can do all kinds of cool things with it. The detriment is it only has a 220 plug. Now, in this house, I have adapters for everything. Everything you could possibly imagine when it comes to converting the 220 to 110 but i have zero adapters for converting a 110 to a 220 you, you know what i'm saying i don't have the right adapter yeah, yeah, yeah. i did test it <laughs> i did test it i don't remember how but i did test it and i was able to make sure that it works on 110 the the it doesn't require a converter or anything like that it works on a 110 circuit but you have to be able to plug it into the wall so coming tomorrow i will have a 110 to 220 adapter plug, and that'll make me happy, and I'll have the tree up and running, and I will have fulfilled my duties as a husband. But it is post-Thanksgiving. Oh, what yeah, a Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. What a Thanksgiving it was. Tell me about yours. I understand you spent it to loon. I worked, so most of the day I was not alone. I was working. Um the manager uh, made the great pilgrimage to the motherland. <laughs> she, she ran up to uh, England. And so I was a single dog mom for a few days. Bless their hearts. 
I'm the second favorite human, so they were less than pleased with their Thanksgiving situation. I think we're going to take a commercial break so we can talk to our virtual engineer for a second. <laughs> Where did you get that dog? <laughs> <laughs> and a cat. I thought I saw a cat. Yeah, none of that's working. We can't hear you. Now yes, that was a dog. Uh -huh. There's no cat. There's four dogs here. Four dogs. How did you end up with four dogs? Uh, I'm at a friend's house that has four dogs. Two pugs. What are the other dogs? A Boston Terrier. A Boston Terrier. And a American Staffordshire Terrier. Yeah, whatever she just said. So are, are you going to be picking up the dogs periodically throughout the show to distract us? No, no, I won't do that because obviously it's going to distract from the show. <laughs> Pick up the dogs. Christmas cutest face was like, I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but I didn't say anything. I vocally stayed in character. Your face said everything, and I can see you. <laughs> My bad. All right, can we get back to uh, the show? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> So uh, post-Thanksgiving, my one of my favorite shows of the year that we do every year, I absolutely love talking about food. And not just in the food segment, I'm talking about all around. Since you were single dog mom for a couple of days, and you were, did you, did you have any creations? Did you make anything? Did you do anything special? I made gumbo, because it's one of those things that um, only I like in the house, so... I've overeaten my fair share of gumbo. Your gumbo but then is I my liver. The what? Your gumbo is my liver. <laughs> <laughs> I still think I'm winning on that front. I mean, <laughs> it's not that it, I mean, and it's not that it. I'm not allowed to make it. It's just I'm the only one that's going to eat it. It smells good. The house smells good, but you know. If you're the only one that's going to eat it, might as well not make it and have to cook two meals. Just make it when it's just you you for the meals. <laughs> I reached out to the general public. Maybe we should save this for the food uh, food section of the conversation. So let's get back to the other part of it. That would be Black Friday. So I reached out to our fans and I said, hey, what what was it that, you know, what was the deal that you had to get? What deals did you get? And uh, doesn't look like any. I, I think Black Friday is a thing of the past. I don't. I don't really think people are doing the Black Friday thing much anymore. I don't do Black. I worked at KB Toy Store, Toys R Us, Hot Topic for many years in the mall. And there is no doubt that you worked at a Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> like I just can't. The I can't even like thinking about it anxiety, emotional damage from those years of watching grown-ups fight over Barbie dolls and getting shoved. I was like, I'm 17. You're a grown-up. Why are you hitting me? It's I've, just not good. I've never. Um, yeah, she's doing it, and I could hear it. <laughs> what? Somebody went, dong. I, you know, my computer wants to keep wanting to update, but it's not the right time for an update. It is not a good time for an update. No. I many years ago I went to a Best Buy at like three in the morning. I was coming home from doing a show. Uh, I don't remember where I was, but I was just getting back into Jacksonville about three in the morning on Thanksgiving night or uh, the the morning of Black Friday, and I just decided, well, you know what, I'm going to go buy Best Buy, 
because it's Black Friday. Let's let's experience what Black Friday is. And the store didn't open until 6, and at 3 a.m., the line was incredible. Incredible. And I really had no reason to be there. I wasn't looking for any one particular item. I was just kind of checking it out. And uh, before I could find a parking space, I was like, nope, no good, I'm out. And now, with the internet being what it is and online shopping being what it is, I think everybody's getting their, their Black Friday sales at home. And they're getting it a week in advance. I know a particular Home Depot employee that said all of the specials on Black Friday were the same specials they had been running a month long. That's how the next was. They, were, they offered like an extra 10% off. So like, why would I go? I mean, I went on Black Friday, but I went at like 5 p.m. when I got off work for my lunch break. And I got like three pairs of pants for 80 bucks, which is a pretty good deal. But like, that was it. I just needed pants anyways. So I figured I should go <laughs> get them. <laughs> and with Cyber yeah. Monday, I mean, I've already seen all the Cyber Monday deals all weekend long. I don't, I, I don't, I love you too. Hi. Good buddy. Oh, Hi, look at that. I love you too. Yes. Man, what is going on with our dogs? I don't know. Rupert was in here when we first started, and he I was saw. like, "Is that is that Uncle Tony?" I'm hi, hi. <laughs> <laughs> so we Cyber Monday, though. Yeah, so we so we missed out on some time together. We've we've missed some birthdays, and I had a strange occurrence on one of my birthdays, ladies and gentlemen. Just to, because we were supposed to. We're supposed to tell you kind of what to expect in the in the first 30 seconds of the interview or the show. We, we didn't do that today, so we'll do it right now. This is the Lunsby Show. I'm T-Bone. She's Chick Brew. What we do is uh, we bring morning radio to you at your time. It's a, it's a morning show uh, on your schedule. You can listen to us whenever you want, and we just talk about things in general. She is a board-certified, documented doctoratarian of chefery. <laughs> She's... I, I am the know-it-all who knows way too much about things I don't need to know. And we just, we just chit-chat back and forth and we have a good time. And we bring our fans into the conversation as often as we can. And we do that through our Facebook uh, fan page, which is easily found by searching the hashtag LUNSB. It's the Lunsby Show with T-Bone and Chick Brew. That's, uh, and, and this week we're going to be talking about the things we always talk about. We're going to do some headlines from around the globe. We're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about our cars. That's a segment. It's a thing. It's happening. And, of course, we're going to do our birthday boost. So birthdays, if I, if, if you are near and dear to my heart, if you're somebody I really care about, on your birthday, I'm not just doing it on the show. I'm going to call you. If I can, I'm going to tell you in person. I'm, you know, and, and a strange thing happened to me this week. I, 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 maybe it was too early in the day or, and this is where my brain starts thinking, maybe I've offended my friend somehow. Because uh, Jack O'Brien had his birthday a week after Michael Jack Palmer had his birthday. And, of course, I wanted to wish him a happy birthday. So I called him up first thing in the morning to sing happy birthday to him. And he wouldn't take my call. And mm -hmm. then I said, well, I guess I warmed my voice up for nothing. And I could see that he was making a response, but the response never came. I am a delicate flower. I am so... I so... you are. <laughs> <laughs> I am so easy to jump on myself like, oh, my God, what did I say that upset my friend that I, you know, I haven't actually talked to in a very long time. But I talk a lot about in the show and the week before his birthday 
was a heavy Jack O'Brien is the man of man's episode. And I can't think of anything that would have been offensive in that. But, you know, I, I offend people all the time accidentally. So should, uh, listeners, should I ever offend you in any way, shape, or form, please give me a chance to apologize. I promise you I'm not doing it on purpose. Well, Mike Stanley. I might, I might pick on Mike Stanley on purpose just because he's, he's fun. And the Taney kids... I'll start picking on them because they're getting old and they're giving people the finger. They tried. Uh, they tried to do a. They tried to do a promo for us, and we haven't really given a script for the for the the new branding on what the promo should be. I'll I'll work on getting that out, and we'll get people to call us up on the hotline. Speaking of the hotline, let's go ahead and throw that out there. Oh, there it is. L- labeled under kids, dur. You used to call me on my You used to, you used to. I put so much work into that. I really don't want to redo it. It's it sounds really good the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> and it took a lot to get that done. I'm proud of it, but yeah, we need to change it because we've changed the show's name. It's no longer the T-Bone and Chickpea Show. It is the Lunds B Show. Do you like my new graphic that I created? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Huh? And it does a spinny spinny. I did, I did see that it was animated. Yes. So I'm very proud of myself. I turned that into a gift. Uh, I say because it's a post-Thanksgiving that we just get straight to talking about food. It's time to talk about cooking. And tonight proved one thing. You know all. A couple of years ago, I uh, did a YouTube video on how to make turkey in a bag because it's something I've perfected. And this time, the biggest turkey I've ever cooked for three people and a dog, uh, over 20 pounds of turkey. And it is almost all consumed now. We, uh, we destroyed that bird. And I cooked it in a bag, and it was moist and tender. The only problem with cooking turkey in a bag is it, it doesn't give you the same presentation that a roasted turkey or that a deep-fried turkey would give you. Whereas if you try to cut it into beautiful slices, it kind of just disintegrates under its own tenderness. So you'll have a lot of turkey, but it won't have, like, traditional Rockwellian shaped turkey <laughs> stuff you know it, it's delicious it tastes amazing I had my mother-in-law here I, and it kills me every time I say yeah my mother-in-law's coming this weekend people always want to say oh I'm sorry why why are you sorry I love my mother-in-law she's amazing love Thank having you. her around I, I don't know like what that is about I love my in-laws I think they're fantastic um I have the best time with them it's, it's an old joke that's just been repeated so often. You're supposed to hate your in-laws, and your mother-in-law is supposed to be horrible. But in no, those, my mother-in-law is awesome. Yeah, but in, those rare, right? <laughs> but in those <laughs> rare instances when they're not horrible, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a fun thing to have. So we enjoyed having her here. She, of course— It's uh, like bonus parents, <laughs> yes. right? Like, your parents don't have to put up with your poop all the time. You get double visits. When you live far away, like my parents come out, the in-laws come out. And she, bonus parents. She made stuffing that is uh, delightful. I made the turkey. 
I made the sweet potatoes, even though, you know, the producer's going to try to make, take credit for the sweet potatoes. I did them in the Instapot. Of course and, you did. And uh, here's the thing. When you do sweet potatoes right in the Instapot, you can mash them with a single chopstick. They are, I mean, these things are four or five inches around, and I just poked chopsticks through uh, a chopstick through it and fluffed it up real, real nice. So I have a question for you when you do your mashed sweet potatoes in the Instant Pot. Do you put water, stock? Like, what are you using for your liquid? I just use water. Okay. Yeah, I'm just using the steam to break them down. And then you're using... And then you season afterwards, salt, whatever. I, I take care of making the potatoes nice and soft and fluffy. I put them in a bowl, and then she does her magic. She adds some accoutrements, uh, some spices, accoutrements, and, uh, and, and of course, marshmallows. And then she adds the marshmallows to the mix. <laughs> okay. But green bean casserole, uh, of course, some wonderful dinner rolls. We had, we had a really good Thanksgiving spread. The only thing we didn't have is a pair of shoes. I did see those pictures come through. I don't, I mean, I, 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 and here's the thing. Here's like what blows my mind is I'm not quite certain where you went wrong because in, in the, the second, the first picture you sent me, you're looking good. Like you're looking good. So I'm wondering if. I've done some research. And you add your eggs. I did everything exactly the way you told me to do it. I measured the butter this time instead of trying to eyeball it or using the wrong measurement. I made sure it was a tablespoon, not a teaspoon. I did everything you told me to do. The Something it, happened when you added your eggs. I added the eggs exactly the way you told me to add the eggs, one at a time. And it gets all weird looking, and then you keep doing it until it's right. I mean, the only thing I'm not doing is using a wooden freaking spoon. And it can't be that. No, it can't be that because I didn't use a wooden spoon. But I mean, no, because like your first picture you're showing me, you're looking good. I was I'm feeling good. I was looking good. I was feeling good. I thought I had done it. Maybe exact. you don't need as many eggs as the recipe's calling for. And that can be based on temperature of your kitchen. It just looks too runny when you got to the egg part. Maybe you could let it sit. So, yeah, like I said, I, I had done some research and uh, there were some things about letting it sit, about refrigerating it, about, apparently there was too much moisture in my mix yeah, that's, and that's why they're not rising. That's uh, what it looks like. It looks a little too wet in that. But I will tell you your first picture, I was like, oh, he's doing it. He's doing it. He's crushing it. And then I saw the second picture, I was like, <laughs> That looks a little runny. And then I saw the picture. I was like, no. For those, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, because I only refer to it as a pair of shoes, that is the American version of the French word for cream puffs. And the French word is, uh, what is it? Pat a shoe. Uh, and I just call them pair of shoes. So that's my third attempt at trying to make cream puffs. And I have failed. My mother-in-law said she liked cream puffs, so I thought for Thanksgiving – that would have been amazing. I failed again. Next uh, time I'm do next time I do cream puffs, we're gonna have to do a bonus, a bonus show, and I will somehow figure out a way to rig my my phone up over the oven, and we will make them together. Okay, all right. Well, cooking with T Bone and Chick Brew. I've done cooking <laughs> videos, folks. If you want to see my cooking videos, I can post a link to them on the page here. Uh, I enjoy my cooking videos. 
I wish yeah, I could no, do I'm, more of it. We, we'll just do it together. We'll walk through it together and we'll, we'll, we'll just do it together. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Of course. Is what she said. We'll go live. It'll be great. I went, to, I did a charcuterie. I think we should do that on Christmas time. I think we should go live. Just one time. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> sure. We'll figure it out. We'll schedule it. But uh, my charcuterie skills were on point. I had it all laid out nice. It was it was summer sausage, and it was a mixture of cheeses and Ritz crackers, and stuffed olives, garlic stuffed olives, and uh, that was a, that was a highlight that was much enjoyed by all of us. But it was it was a wonderful Thanksgiving spread, and I I enjoyed this year watching everybody else's non traditional Thanksgiving spreads. There were a lot of them out there. There were the surf and turfs. There were the barbecues. There were the the beef, the roast, just. Folks, whatever you're doing out there, as long as you're happy, I'm happy. I don't, like come Christmas time, you know, I don't make a turkey for Christmas. Although when I was in Korea, I ate a turkey every week. I would cook it on Sunday. I would eat it throughout the week. I'd get another turkey on Sunday and repeat the process. The turkey and soju diet, I'm telling you, it works. Well, it, it, it may work. I don't know. I, I was running eight miles a day at the time, too. So maybe that had something to do with the incredible <laughs> weight loss I suffered. I don't know. We, we, we won't be able to pin that down because I don't think we'll be able to recreate that experiment. <laughs> I can get soju here, but I can't run eight miles anymore. Just I bet you could get soju there. Have you gone to World Market? World Market has everything. Uh, my local liquor store sells a, a half gallon for 11 bucks. I love it. Oh, my Oh my Lanta. Well, Can you run I, eight miles? I don't think I could run eight miles. I can't. I can't now. I mean, if I trained, I could probably get back to it, but my knees are just beat up. We could also do fitness with T-Bone and Chick Brew <laughs> at the treadmill. I got your old treadmill well, right here next to me. We could that's we could do our uh we could do a, a New Year's resolution where we just do our shows on the treadmill until we get fit. <laughs> I have the capability of doing that. I, I don't know how much noise would be involved. I I mean, if I just turned the camera around, you'd see I'm in our home gym and we have a wonderful home gym set up treadmill elliptical uh, weights i just need to start using it same all right well you're gonna be my accountability buddy you're my what if we do like a bonus episode <laughs> it lasts 15 minutes workout with t-bone and chick brew one hour just kidding it's five minutes <laughs> we could we could, i mean think of how much fun we could have with all of our uh, our people who also need to make a change in their life we, just... we should do when we did the sober October. That was great. We were, everyone was out moving, so maybe we'll do a, a New Year's a New Year's goal setting. Not not resolution. Yeah, we don't use Never the R word. Do anything. <laughs> I'm inconvenienced by things, but I'm never resolved to do anything. Uh, a quick break from the. Would really, the... our listeners work out with us? I mean, I feel like. Fit people are no longer fitness experts because they're already there. I feel like fat people that are constantly struggling, <laughs> we are the experts. I, I consider myself a weight loss expert. I 100%. mean, I, yeah. mean uh, I can lose 10 pounds at PRT season. Like. I've done it a lot, uh, many times. <laughs> I've done every possible program that there is. I have successfully lost a lot of weight. I'm also a weight gain expert. Because yeah, I know how to put it all back and then some. I come back. Like these are my bonus pounds. <laughs> yeah. 
Congratulations, you lost 25 pounds. Here's 30 in the thing the thing with losing a lot of weight that always amazed me was how incredibly fast I could gain it back. It would take me a month of, to lose 40 pounds and I would gain 60 back in two weeks. Just a good yawn. Just a good yawn. And you <laughs> <laughs> I walked by a Burger King. And <laughs> hey, a uh, quick question. You got any headlines for me? Of course I have headlines for you. And now it is time for headlines from around the globe. Well, if you're ready with a headline and she's done the opening, I'm going to give you the stinger and then you're going to give me the headline. Diehard Elon Musk fans build bizarre 30 foot statue to to memorialize their hero. Memorialize. Did Elon Musk pass? Nope, it's just a weird headline. <laughs> what what a fun thing to do. Right now I'm a huge Elon Musk fan. I'm on board. I never was, you know, it was <laughs> ah, that's awesome. <laughs> there's a there's a picture of Elon Musk straddling a rocket and it's 30 foot and they made it uh, because they they love them some Elon Musk, which I I oh, love so too. So awkward. Right <laughs> Here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. I'm now the new owner of the company. Uh, we need to make some money, and we're going to do that by cutting costs and improving productivity. If you're not on board with working hard to meet the company's mission, I suggest you find employment elsewhere, which these nimrods took to mean they were fired. They were fired because they didn't want to work hard. They didn't want to come into the office because that's where the job is. Just whiny little quiet quitting snowflakes who don't want to work but want to be paid and these employees were play were paid quite well they were paid very very well and of course you know because uh, because of who they are joe biden wants to give them an extra ten thousand dollars to take off their education and now you got a bunch of uh musk fans i don't know what the musk fans would be called a you got, your, I don't know. <laughs> you got your Trumpers for the Trump supporters, uh, muskers. I just really love that Trump, like, so in, like, where my mother-in-law is from, to Trump is to fart. And when people are like, I'm a Trumper, I'm like, tell me more about your bowel movement. <laughs> you know. Bum, 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 but um, I, here's the thing. And I've said it so many times. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if you don't like your job. If you don't like your job and you were like getting away with some good stuff for a long time, that's awesome. I'm really proud of you. Um, and then you quit or you got fired. I, I don't care. That's not my job. I would never work for any of those tech companies because uh, I'm not smart enough to be in tech. Uh, I think it's interesting. Do you remember like, was that like mid early 2000s, like 2003, 2004, everyone was making all this money in in these in the tech industry like oh it's the tech industry we're making all this money and then everyone was like shocked and appalled when all those little new tech companies crashed and they all lost all this money in the stock market all these people got laid off tech to me is great to use as a user but i don't really see it as uh sustainable income <laughs> Because everything that is involved in technology, unless you are like at the forefront of it, 
and you are moving forward, it's a flash in the pan. It could be, or it could be, it could be really, really uh, good. It could be really good. So, you know, yeah, it could be really the good, guys but... at Twitter, when they first uh, created Twitter, Sorry about that. This is a small distraction. When the guys first created Twitter, I remember watching them on the the Today Show. It's 144 characters, and Katie Kirk's doing the interview, and uh, she's like, so why are you doing this? And they're just innocent. They're so innocent at the time. It's like, we just thought it'd be a a fun way to communicate with people, and uh, we just kind of put it out there. And she's like, well, how are you going to make money off of it? And there, well, you know, eventually there'll be ads and there'll be ways of making profit revenue. But right now we're just kind of doing it for fun and and people are enjoying it. And, and, and Katie Kirk's like, but it's only 144 characters. And they're like, yeah, it forces people to be succinct. And yeah, uh, I mean, no, I, I, I've had a Twitter since like 2009. I have- think I've tweeted like five things. <laughs> we have both got Twitters. And I, I use it never. I don't even I, I don't even check it. I don't, I don't, I mean, like, look at MySpace, right? Everyone was on MySpace. Everyone was using MySpace and then it, and then it left. And now it's like kind of back, but no one uses it or yeah. not me, but not that that means anything. But I think like a lot of these things, you either have to like, I don't consider them like longevity jobs. It, it like, I could be completely wrong, but I think that a lot of times the their 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 fast fashion facebook has been around for a long time and i'm just kind of waiting to it's already starting to die out with the new generation they're not really using it no and they, I, they, they got their I mean, like, they got their tiktok they got their instagram yeah, right like they've moved on facebook is not i mean and as long as facebook continues to or meta continues to buy other platforms then it'll it'll stay relevant but everyone that's working on the the Facebook platform 10 years from now, they're not going to need as many people. If anyone. Well, so, all those so far he's like, proven he can do it with half the staff. And, and, and most, most things could be run at half staff. <laughs> and uh, there was a celebration video. It was, it was like a, a group of Twitter employees and they're talking about how long they've been there. Nine years, nine years, nine months. They had been at Twitter for a very long time and they were making really good money but they weren't on board with coming to work and doing a job. So they celebrated their firing as a countdown and they did it on Twitter. Okay. All right. And then you got all these other meatheads out there that are, I'm quitting Twitter. And then, you know, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Wait a second. Weren't you the guy that said, I'm out of here. I see, we see this all the time with, especially with celebrities. I don't care what a celebrity's opinion is, but if you were going to say something like I'm leaving America because it's so bad. And then I see you, you know, at the, the supermarket on Tuesday. I'm like, I thought you were leaving. Well, it's not really that bad. In the words of one of my favorite chiefs of all time, recently retired Chief Williams, what are we fake caring about today, folks? Fake caring about. Absolutely. <laughs> what are we fake caring about today? You and him would probably be great friends, riding around, motorcycles, shooting guns, hiding from people you don't like. These are things time. I enjoy. Yeah, I, no, he's, I, he's a... And hiding from people I do like. I like to play hide. <laughs> Please don't find me. No don't s- even bother looking. I am. There's no seek to it. Just I just hide. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, yeah. welcome to my game. Hide. <laughs> it's like it's it's not boxing if the other guy doesn't know you're playing. It's just assault. <laughs> do you have a, Do you have another headline for me? 
Hey, Rupert, let me get that ball that squeaks. Hold on a second. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's going to chew it right next to me. <laughs> Give me a second. Hey, Rupert. Oh, hi, buddy. Hey, hey. While hey, she's oh. distracted, Tegan, why does your clock say 5 o'clock? Are you in Spain? Because that's that's her time zone. Yeah, uh, let me give you an impression of what that sounded like. Beautiful. Beautiful. Sorry, beautiful. I thought I knew it. She said because it's always five o'clock somewhere. I, I love your friend. I just got tired of winding. Hi. Hello, Hi. I wind my clock every day, and I got sick of doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like I'm ready it. with the next headline. Oh, okay, okay. Back to the show. Sorry. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a dog. I'm, I'm sorry. Right, here we go. Mexican City mixes up world's largest serving of guacamole. Mexico City introduces or, or heaves up the largest serving of guacamole. Okay, I wouldn't expect that to be anywhere but Mexico City. I definitely would expect it to be in Mexico, especially now that all the drug dealers are in the avocado business. The the problem I would have was what are you gonna what are you gonna dip it in? Did they did did they make the biggest thing of guacamole ever and then make a giant nacho to go with it? And then what are you gonna drink it down with? Because you can't drink the water in Mexico. I don't care what they say that heed that advice montezuma's revenge is a real thing montezuma's revenge we're talking we're talking 30 or 40 years people are saying don't drink the water in mexico and i was just in mexico and there were people drinking the water and they paid the price so if you can't drink the water what are the ingredients in guacamole you got your avocado that's run by the drug dealers People like to put onions in it. I personally don't like onions in mine. Um, you, you smash. What, what do you put in there? Pomate. Pomate. Tomato. Tomatoes. Tomate. Tomatoes. No, you was in Spain for years. Yeah, but I have somebody who makes my guac for me. So I'm spoiled, okay? I, I don't have a drug dealer in the house, but I do have a guac dealer in the house. So the <laughs> so uh Can your guac dealer make ten thousand nine hundred and fifty-seven pounds of guacamole. Tell me this was done on like the uh Dios de la Morte. Uh no. How would November, that <laughs> November twenty second? November twenty second. So on the on the guacamole anniversary of John F. Kennedy's assassination. They decided to make the the biggest guacamole ever. I would love. To, there had to be a reason, a, a promotional stunt. Was it? Was Frito Lay down there with something? I don't know. I will say, okay, so this is what they. So three hundred people helped make this guacamole. Okay. Oh, Rupert, that was your face, my guy. Um, three hundred people helped make it. They used the ingredients they were using were avocados onions tomatoes serrano peppers lime and cilantro no cumin no salt what uh, <laughs> the chef disagrees with the recipe <laughs> no tequila i like to put a little tequila in my salsa and my um, my guacamole um that's the alcoholic i don't know if that's the chef but <laughs> it's delicious 
Yeah, so that uh, so it was 8,351.1 servings of guacamole. Or three for me and you. <laughs> I feel attacked. I do. You know what's funny is I used to hate avocados, and I was not a fan of guacamole. I didn't like it probably until I was like 23. And then my friend Natalie made this guacamole for someone's birthday. I don't even know. But she was like, hey, I need a ride to this birthday party. And I was like, I will take you there. Um, She's like, I'm responsible for bringing the guacamole. And I said, okay. And she's like, no, you got to try it. And I almost ate all of it before we left her house. It was so good. And now I'm like, I love guacamole. Put it on everything. But I was a late, a late bloomer of the guacamole. I was, I was the same way with liver. So, I, no, <laughs> Those honestly, two are the same. <laughs> I, I didn't. We were, this is the liver conversation. I didn't eat liver, but I had never had liver. But I knew I wasn't supposed to like liver because it, liver's like Nickelback. If they tell you you're not supposed to like it, you just don't like it. Even though, you know, Nickelback sold 90 million albums and everyone was going to their concerts and everyone was listening to them. It was the same thing with liver. You weren't supposed to like it. And then one day somebody made me some some fried liver. Oh, my goodness, man. It was it was good. And I didn't know what it was, which is really so good for you, though. It's super good for you until you uh, layer it in a bunch of bread and oil and egg and fry it uh, i think it loses some of its nutritional value once you do that but it is delicious and that's Fair why <laughs> that's why i love it Fair when enough. i cook liver uh when the producer's not here and i'm allowed to cook liver in the house i cook some for me and it's flavored and it's amazing and fantastic and he won't eat it raw anymore now he wants it cooked so i'll cook it for him but i don't put any of the cool ingredients in it I love that your dog is bougier than my dogs. He is quite bougie. I had to apologize to him yesterday because I yelled at him. And his body language is so loud. It's so loud. Uh, he was, Do I have drill? <laughs> I had drill uh, last, last week. Uh-huh. And um, as soon as I bring my backpack out that I take for drill, Rupert – he shut down. He was like, nope. He wouldn't even look at me. I went to give Granger a kiss goodbye. And Granger's like, <laughs> whatever, mom, are you going to give me some food? No? Okay, fine. Rupert was like, head turned. I like went to give him a kiss. He turned his head the other way. He was not having any part of it. The The manager went out. And even though she was using the same backpack that she uses every day, he knew. He knew. He knows he doesn't, and it, it is that body language, that posture. It's like I yelled so at him scared. yesterday, and I think I called him retarded. And <laughs> I, I know I shouldn't have done that, so I yelled at him and I sent him inside because he was barking at airplanes again. And I told him he can't bark at the airplanes, and he's, he's disturbing you. the neighbors. I know he means to protect me. I know, but I yelled at him. And I, and I, you know, I don't like to yell at my dog. I love my dog. And just like, I don't like yelling at my spouse. I love my spouse. I don't like yelling. I don't like to yell. I'm just a loud person. So I yell at him and I come inside and he's there on the couch. And he, uh, he is absolutely, 
He doesn't want anything to do with me. It's quite clear he wants nothing to do with me. He won't look at me. I'm talking to him. He won't have anything to do with me. And I, I finally I just get him up in a hug and I give him a great apology and I kiss him and tell him he's a great dog. And, and he finally forgave me. But I sent you an image. I sent both of you an image, the virtual engineer and Chick Brew. That is him the other day when he was mad at me. This is his new thing that he does. He goes out of his way to show me his back. Did you just send this picture? Yeah, I sent it to both of you. Oh, there it is. I hope. Wait, I didn't get it. I thought it was in the, is it in the video, the image or the, I the group sent chat? it to you in messenger. Uh, oh shit. I sent it to the wife, not you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we do both tend to tell you when you're wrong. Uh huh. Now she's going to be asking me like, what the hell did you send that to me for again? Oh, he did shun you. <laughs> it's like a, who was the. The, the tiny That's little a man, good boy. That's John a good buddy. Claude Van Damme. It was like John Claude Van Damme in the movie he was in. What was the movie he was in? Uh, there's been a few. Bloodsport. It was like John Claude Van Damme at Bloodsport, where all of them uh, in, the, in the movie where somebody did something wrong and all the judges just stand up and turn around and face away. That's exactly what he does to me now. He turns around and faces away. Hey, we have started a new segment and it's about cars. I, so both of us have new vehicles, and these vehicles require you to get into the owner's manual. You have to get in the owner's manual to find out what your car can do. My recent revelation with the Cadillac was I can start it remotely. I don't have to be in, this is the first vehicle I've ever had that I can start from my office, that I can Get it. I mean, we had some really cold days here. We had some snow. So uh, I said, well, there's got to be a way to do it. And I got into the owner's manual. I was like, oh, you hit this button and you hold this button for four seconds. And the car starts up and it heats up and the steering yeah. wheel heats up and the seat heats up. And then when you get in it, it's really, really nice. But can your car come pick you up at the front door? Okay. <laughs> as, with, as with everything you say video or it never happened so so i i finally got my plates for my car and i've been uh you have to like have the the cameras calibrated and so i finally have done enough driving to be able to like use the summon feature so now i have to use the summon feature enough so that it like kind of learns the spaces where i may want to summon it to me um but we're getting there we're getting there i will tell you i took it on its first like mini road trip I drove to uh, pick up the manager in Sevilla, round trip. I still had almost half a battery left. That was way more than I thought I was gonna have. Um, but <laughs> we've had dust, we've had dirt rain since I got it and the cameras are dirty. So when I put the car in the cruise control the windshield wipers keep going <laughs> because for some reason they're like oh if you're in cruise control you cannot be held responsible you're not gonna put your windshield wipers on i don't know why when you're in cruise control the windshield wipers are automatically on auto and because there are some 
dirt rings that look like rain on my cameras. My windshield wipers just keep going <laughs> every now and then at random when I'm in cruise control, <laughs> which is terrible because that car is so quiet and so fast that you got to really pay attention to your speed limit. And when you're on those roads in between, you know, Puerto and Sevilla, you're just like, and now I'm going way too fast. You got to have it in cruise control. But then windshield wipers are like, when you talk, uh, really when you talk about taking it on a drive uh, in the last two weeks, the amazing race has been to Malaga and Ronda. And it's strange for me as an American to say I felt homesick when I saw them driving on the roads and being in the places that I knew and the places that I went to, especially in Ronda, we did one of our hashing of the bull runs there in Ronda. And I, I remember distinctly being this giant inflatable bull running down this particular square where they were filming and being chased by a bunch of hashers, hashers and it just really brought back a lot of great memories. And, and at the same time made me feel really sad that I wasn't there anymore. So, uh, I'll be looking for a job opening anytime soon. <laughs> Are you coming back? <clears throat> I wish. So you got the summon feature in your car, and I found out to uh, how to uh, automatically start it up. Next week, uh, maybe we'll tell you something else new. Can you schedule when you turn your, like, if you know that you have to go to work at, like, you're going to leave work to go to work at 6 in the morning, what, can you set it so that it automatically starts up and starts warming up before then? Interesting question. I shall find out. I will read more and find out more. Every day you learn a little something. If you got a new car these days, you got to learn a lot more. Speaking of learning, you know what I think it's time for? The Book of Everything. Why does my voice crack on book every single time? <laughs> <laughs> The book of, yeah, there it is. I don't, man, getting old sucks, okay? I'm just telling you, getting old sucks. But it's better than the alternative. Here we go, the book of everything, ladies and gentlemen. In case you don't know what the book of everything is, every week we open it up, we find an interesting fact. If it is interesting, if it is truly interesting, uh, I need to lubricate here. Hydrate. Oh, is that what I'm supposed to call it? Hydrate? Hydrate. <laughs> If it is truly interesting, these are facts that will stay with you forever and a day. Our first fact from the book of everything. You should you should enjoy this. Without chins? Huh? It is not. <laughs> As a reward for winning the part of Harry Potter, the 11-year-old Daniel Radcliffe was allowed to stay up and watch Faulty Towers. For the win. Wow. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Uh, I don't know what I'd do without you being able to. First of all, this kid goes on to be very, very wealthy as Harry Potter. Yes. So I, I imagine by now he probably has the DVD collection of Faulty Towers. Or the equivalent of whatever kids <laughs> whatever, have. However we do things now. <laughs> the 3D uh, download. Rupert's very interested in what you've got to say next, though. He's interested in the next fact. I see that. It looks like he's getting ready to give us the call of his people. Um, there is another Harry Potter one here, but there's words in it that I can't pronounce. So say I'm, it. Hmm. Slytherin? Slytherin. Slytherin. Durham University offers a Harry Potter course. 
It includes the topic Gryffindor and Slytherin, prejudice and intolerance in the classroom. That's yeah. right. Send your children to higher education so they can take classes on Harry Potter. That's that's perfect. That's perfect. I, There's actually, I mean, like, I think the, the thing that people love about not just Harry Potter, but similar, like books similar to that is one, it's things they can understand. And the topics are, yes, disguised as uh, wizard versus non-magic people or the dark, the dark side of things. But it's the same with Star Wars. You know. Yes, if there's a college out there teaching Star Wars classes, they should be shut down. They should lose their funding. Every one oh, of their why? professors should be fired. Because higher education should be higher education. It shouldn't be uh, the, uh, the works of Dr. Seuss presented by Professor Millington at Harvard University. It shouldn't be that. Why not? I'm not talking to Why you. Why would you not want to talk about something that the majority of the world has read? Why would you only want to talk about things then go that like read three the people book. have read? You go read the book. Learn something. You're supposed to be learning. Yeah, I, read the book. I read Harry Potter, but I definitely did not read any physics books because I don't understand. Here's an extra fact from the book of everything I'm going to share with you, and I think it's appropriate. The word, the word unfriend first appeared in print in 1659. Think about that for a second. Do you remember, do you understand the complicated process of a printing press? Just to put the word unfriend into print, you would have to pick out these little letters and then you would have to put them on backwards and then you would have to run them through this lazy thing. Somebody wanted to unfriend, and it was probably a personal ad. I don't know if they had personal ads in 1659, but it, you know, it's the Boston Herald's personal ad section. I would like to unfriend my cousin, who I hate with all my heart. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of printing presses, something super nerdy. Um, do you ever? There's a facebook reel page that i follow and it's the sacramento museum of history uh-huh i'm interested and you what i'm interested that all they really do is show you how printing presses operate and different you know press blocks and how you know it, it's super fun though i love 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 following them and I will, the amount of hours i have spent going back through their reels is probably embarrassing and long but it's a good one. Hey, how many famous people have died uh, recently that you can think of off the top of your head without any help like from the virtual engineer? Like influencers, because I feel like being an influencer is a very dangerous game these days. Yeah, it is fun watching them kids get shot up. I don't even mean that. I mean, like uh, the guy who's uh, murdered by his girlfriend influencer. Yeah, like quite a few people. Like influencers are a dangerous game. Dangerous game. Irene Cara. You are old enough to remember Irene Cara. What was who, who, who? She's a maniac, a maniac on the flow oh oh. And she's dancing oh, really? like she's never danced before. Yeah, Irene <laughs> Irene Cara passed and uh Alan Jackson apparently passed also. What? Yes, yes. I uh, I have not been 
apparently using the internet correctly because I'm pretty sure I was like Aaron Carter is also dead. Yeah. 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 But I mean, there've been a few. There've been a few lately. Um, the Harry Potter, the guy that was the voice of the Sorting Hat, but he was like 98. Right. And I, he was so young. If I make it to 98, please do not describe my passing as as tragic. (laughs) (laughs) Like the news is always so like. Aaron Carter, tragic, very young. Uh, but at 98, like, if I make it that long, I've had a good run. I, I think the happened. Aaron Carter you remember was young, but he was in his early uh, early 30s. Younger than me. Younger than me. So. <laughs> young, my friend. Slow it down. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think about, you know, because we're getting ready to do the birthday segment, so I think about death is obviously the antonym of uh, birth. Uh, but I think about James Gandolfini every time I'm going to eat large. Like Thanksgiving, I think about him. He was a he was a terrific actor, and he did more than just Tony Soprano. He did a whole bunch of roles. But what he what ended up killing him he was ate a whole bunch of roles. Ha! Ah, what ended up killing him was he ate himself to death. He's at yeah. a restaurant in Rome. He's having a great time. He's eating. He's partying, and he he gave himself heart failure from eating too much. And as a fat person, I keep that kind of thing in the back of my mind, like, enjoy what's on your plate, but be moderate in what you eat. So to those that have lost, and it's a horrible time of the year to lose good people. And plus, you got, you know, the the Walmart guy shooting up the place. and Oh, God, right there in Chesapeake. Yeah. So there's a lot of things you know, going on. Know, like on Facebook, I'm like, who do I know in Chesapeake? And I'm like, this was a very long list. <laughs> You just got to be, yeah, that, that person that we know is also there. You just got to be thankful uh, every day. Every day you got to be thankful for another day. And although your day may suck, there are a lot of people who won't see the end of it. So be thankful for every day is your constant reminder, not just your Thanksgiving reminder. How about we roll into uh, birthdays? I think I have something for that. I do. And it's called this. Oh, yeah. And I lost my friend Dan. I forgot. I'm sorry. I forgot my friend Dan, who we just recently wished happy birthday. Uh, He was in an accident in uh, the villages there in Florida, uh, America's favorite hometown. Uh, He got hit by a car in his golf cart and uh, he has since passed. So that that makes me sad. And I pray for his wife and his family and uh, they'll be fine. I'm just sorry that they're going through this this time of the year. Uh, so, uh, with that being said, uh, what we like to do is, uh, sh- give shout outs and birthday wishes to all of our friends and neighbors. It's been a couple of weeks. We may have missed one or two of you. If you're really uh, near and dear to us, we put you on, uh, the, the high and mighty list and you get a birthday boost. And if you fall just shy of that or just short of that, we, uh, bring you up in the honorable mentions as always, you go first. My first one is Morgan Fisher. Uh, we went to college together in San Marcos, and I just called her the, the the one drop Morgan. This girl could be completely sober, like no alcohol at all, and one shot. And it's like all the alcohol she consumed the night before uh, was reconstituted in her body, and she was just immediately wasted. Um, many nights driving her home. 
she's getting married soon. She finished her law degree. She's definitely on her up and up. So Morgan, happy birthday. And I'm glad that you found someone who will carry you home. That is not me because I am uh, out of shape. (laughs) (laughs) That's not going to be me anymore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my birthday boost to comedian Tanya Lee Davis. Tanya Lee Davis is a little person, a, a little person that is full of funny, a very funny lady who, uh, who I've known for many, many years. She's touring all over the country. She does a lot of work overseas, if you, and, and she got on the TikToks. And when she got on the TikToks, she blew up. She's got like 8 million followers. And it, she's a super awesome, nice lady. So uh, Tanya Lee Davis, I think you can find her like T. Lee Davis. I think you can find her out there. Uh, of course, wishing you nothing but the best on this year, which, by the way, is my year. We're the same. We're the same age. Never knew that. I always thought she was much younger. But uh, Tanya Lee Davis. Oh, shoot. Let me try that again without the burp. Tanya Lee Davis, I uh, wishing you nothing but the happiest of happy birthdays. And uh, do yourselves a favor, ladies and gentlemen. Look her up on the intranets there. Who is your second birthday boost? My second birthday boost is going to go to... This is a tough one. Uh, (laughs) We'll give it to to Alicio. Uh, Alicio and I went to high school together. We have since reconnected. And he is just as weird as I remember him being in high school. (laughs) But also... uh, Alicia was one of those people that even in high school, when he saw something that was not right, something that didn't sit right with him, he didn't care who he was talking to. He automatically corrected the issue. Uh, he didn't basically, I was getting kind of harassed and uh, heckled by a teacher and Alicia told him well, where he could put that barbell. And I appreciate Alicio probably for the rest of my life for that because it was <laughs> amazing. And I I just will always be grateful to him for that. So happy birthday to Alicio and thank you. I've never forgotten when you stood up for me. Awesome. That's a good one. You know what? That one is so good. We're going to give you. I am mandated to push X amount of buttons every show because I bought this thing. It's a hundred bucks. <laughs> And I, I only make use of it if I hit it enough times to make that $100 worth something. <laughs> so that's that's the system I'm under. Right now, my birthday boost uh, was given away at the beginning of the show. I'm following up with it here. My friend Jack O'Brien, who won't take my calls and won't respond to my messages, <laughs> for whatever known reason, it doesn't matter. He's, he's still my friend. I will continue to love him whether he wants my love or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel with Rupert. <laughs> I, I I've known Jack over 20 years. It's funny how if, uh, things work out. He was the only chief that was. Uh, oh look, that's interesting. Um, he was the only chief in the department when I got to Kings Bay, Georgia, and he was a boss's mate chief, and I was a master arms chief, so we weren't supposed to get along. But he, he ended up becoming a great friend, and, and uh, I, I learned so much from him, and he's he's the best fishing partner a man could ask for, especially a man who's terrified of fish. Uh, I, I I can't say enough about how awesome Jack is. So there's that, and uh, I wish him nothing but the best, continued success in everything that he does. And if you ever find yourself in Kings Bay, Georgia, 
please, please go down to a bunker, O'Brien's bunker there at the golf course. That's where his beautiful wife, Angie, is, is making up all the food. Get rid of that goddamn filter. It's so fucking distracting. I tried to ignore it. <laughs> she had the fucking sad face on, and I couldn't fucking not see it. All right. And who is in your uh, honorable mentions? Oh, shoot. I put my phone down because I was uh, hugging Rupert. <laughs> wow. Honorable mentions. Mike McKiernan, Alex Cardenas, uh, Marcy and or Brian Haney. <laughs> That's always so confusing. Um, uh, how about you give it to Mercy and I'll give it to Brian? There we go. We'll go that way. <laughs> uh, SMA Heartsink. And we'll give it to Stephanie Hernandez. Oh, wait. And my cousin Chris. <laughs> I am I am loaded up with comedians and people you know. Of course, Mercy and Brian are also on mine. Alex is also on mine. Doug Folensby is not on yours. Dave Glarden, very funny comedian. Chris Porter, another very funny comedian. Old uh, Master Chief Cameron Bracewell, long since retired, living his best life. Angelica Jacks, I'm... I'm sure you've seen her bouncing around, Zumbaing around the gym there in Rota at one time or another. And uh, Eben Kinyear. That's, uh, those are all my honorable mentions this week. Um, we've done food. We've done news. We've done everything. We've talked about it. our dogs. Uh, we've done the birthday boost. We, I, I think, and I'm looking at the time, I think we did really, really well on getting it all done in the prescribed time. Of course, when I chop this up, it'll come in around... If I had to guess, around 52 minutes. That's good stuff. This is good stuff. The virtual engineer was on point today. What you shared with us here, please share on the Facebook page after we post this episode. That'd be cool for Tanya Lee. Your mom likes my pictures on Facebook, by the way. I saw this. that my mother liked your pictures on Facebook. She's so good. <laughs> she beat my mom. She's got these new. <laughs> uh, she's got these new personalized emojis. Oh, no, my mom liked she... it too. My mom liked it too. We're good. We're good. Oh, okay. Well. Did I, I, yeah, no, she's got the little personalized, like... And it looks a lot like her. Her little avatar. Yes, her own personal avatar. So what do we have for the question of the week this week? What were we asking them out there in, the, in fun, fun land? What do you want Tony to try to cook next? <laughs> I don't like that at all. We're going to wrap I it do. up this week, ladies and gentlemen. And I remind you today, as I remind you every day, be the best person that you can be. And if you were a great person yesterday... Be an even better person tomorrow. And don't forget that you are loved. Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Fruit. If you enjoyed that show, you should check, check out, out the Jerome McLean, McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You, you can find, find the Jerome McLean Show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot. And if you're interested in hearing me get political, listen to uh, the most recent episode of the Daryl McLean Show where I was a guest. So there's that. Bum, ba -da -da. Bum, ba -da -bum, bum, 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 bum.